I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. So there's a new study, and I I'm, I had a tie on yesterday, and again, I'm a little bit bloated from the vacation week. You look fabulous. Thank you, Maury. And the study is that a tie that is too tight around your neck can cut blood flow to your head by 8%. What? they say wearing one constricts the veins to your neck so much that it can reduce blood flow to the person's brain by 8%. That's enough to potentially slow down your brain's processing power or worse, in worst case scenario, even cause a stroke. Oh my God, you wear a tie every day. I know, but for me, it's not the tie that's too tight. It's always the shirt that's too tight. It's always an ill-fitting shirt. Nobody will do their tie up too tight. It's always squeezing your fat neck into a shirt that you shouldn't be wearing anymore. Right? Not the pants, Maury. <laughs> it's like, and the pants, and the socks, and the shoes. <laughs> okay, it's not, it's not the pants, you dingbat. Uh, do, do you, you want me to do this? This is my dad did this. He did what? He my tied dad it up tied for you? This, yeah. Let me see it. Yeah, there you go. What do you mean your dad did it? My, all my ties are done by my dad. Yeah. I, you don't have to tie tie? No. I have, this, I have this too. I keep ties like this too in my yeah. dressing room. Where I'm going to undo it though. <gasps> oh. Oh, it's like, I got to drive to Burlington also, and talk to, dad, get, Frank to, oh, no. get dad, Frank to redo my tie. Your dad did this in a way of where as soon as you, you undo it, it turns into a big giant knot. Okay. <laughs> look, at how, look at how crinkly that tie is. Oh, no. It's been like that for like, like years. A, looks like yeah. a piece of paper that you just <laughs> uncrinkled. I know. There you go. Looks okay. like a whip. <laughs> now, do you want me to try and do this? Yeah, do you know how to tie tie? No. We've done this before. Have you not learned since the last time we did this? No, because all the ties are tied. Right. What? Okay. Okay, so what did you just do there? Describe, describe <laughs> okay, what so you're doing. Bless you. So it's around my neck with the fat end on the left and the skinny <laughs> end on the right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then my understanding is you put fat over skinny. Right. And then fat loops around and fat then... Sort of loops uh, around where? Loops so around fat where? loops around skinny. Okay. Yeah. Fat goes around skinny. First of all, let me can you just pause for one second. Yeah. Maury is doing all this, by the way, for anybody who's listening. Uh, Maury's folding uh, like the over and under. He's doing all the mechanics of putting a tie together below his nipples, like just <laughs> above his belly button. So you can imagine what this tie is going to look like when it's done. Okay, continue. Okay, Maury. so fat over skinny. Yeah. Fat loops around skinny and pushes its way through fat and skinny. Okay. Right. So now fat is looped over skinny. Okay. And then my understanding But is, also fat's touching fat now. Yeah, so fat and fat and skinny is sort of okay. tucked around on the side. All right. Look at how long that back part is, Maury. How are you going to fix that problem? I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> then, then you shimmy it? Okay. okay. So then now uh, tip of fat yeah. goes, goes 
loops through, kind of nodding through okay, itself. Okay, so Maury just took anybody who's listening right now. Maury flipped the, the fat part over the skinny part, looped the fat part over the skinny part of the fat part, and then took the tip of the fat part and rammed it upwards through the loop of this, the, the skinny part. Yeah, upwards. Now, now you Instead um, of going down, Maury went up. Now you, you sort of fist the knot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is okay, that? Let me right. try again. Okay. Like I would say that. <laughs> okay. I would. Jeez, it's not like you couldn't even. Like I could understand if you were used to just wearing like a neckerchief or something like that. I think if I'm not mistaken, you're gonna have to come around me and walk me. I'm through this. not doing anything <laughs> behind you. You're gonna have to loop no, around me. I'm not. Okay. Okay. One more time. Okay. Maury. Fat over Even it skinny. out though, because you know that the the you know the skinny part has to be shorter okay. than the the fat part. There, it's even. Okay, yeah. So okay. should it be even though? Like, think of the logic in this. Should it be even? No. What does the tie look like once it's finally tied? Tied, but it's uh... tied was your answer. <laughs> what does a tie look like when it's finally tied? <laughs> tied. Ah, ah, I got it. Tied. <laughs> okay. Okay. So okay. let's just assume you're right. And then the fat needs to be shorter than the skinny. No, that is not at all. Skinny opposite. Needs- opposite? Yes, yeah. sir. Oh, oh, because of the knots take up space. A- interesting point. Okay. Fat over skinny. Fat over skinny. Fat shimmies its way around skinny. Yeah. Okay. Maury's tying a tie, by the way, if you're just joining um, us, good morning. And then... Trying to. Uh, and then take fat, push it through the bottom of the skinny. You just undid the whole, you just undid the whole thing. Now you got your arms okay. stuck. Now... <laughs> Man. Now your face is ready. Your neck is twice the size. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't okay. even think a YouTube Fat video can help you. Yeah. Fat pushes its way through the skinny. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then... What did you do? Like, did you have to go to a dance at school or any sort of formal thing that you had to wear a tie or... No. I mean, I remember growing up, I had a clip-on tie. <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My bar mitzvah was a clip on. Okay, fat over skinny. Yeah. Skinny wraps its way around the fat. Yeah. Okay, and then you push the fat through the skinny. Yeah, and then it's undone again completely. <laughs> it's like a magic trick you're doing, Maury. <laughs> Is this a riddle? Right. Okay. <laughs> okay, one more time. One more time, please. For God's sake. Fat over skinny. Okay. Right? Yeah. Fat pushes its way through the skinny. Yeah. Maybe you take the skinny and push it through the fat. Okay. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And oh. then. Oh my oh, God. Oh, oh, you oh. almost have it. You oh, almost oh, have it. You oh. almost have it. And then you put the fat through the yeah. knot you of almost, the skinny. Yeah. You almost oh. have it. Look at that. Look at that. That's, <laughs> no, that's an absolute disaster. It's an absolute disaster. It's an absolute disaster. It looks like it looks like you got like ten rubber bands <laughs> that like have a all hobo. Yeah. that have all no. got intertwined with one another. Dude, that is the absolute worst looking tie I've ever seen in my entire Who's life. Gonna do- Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Question, question. If I asked you to come up with a list of the most comforting sounds, mm. any sounds, what would be on that list? The most comforting sound. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets you find comforting. Oh. Waves. Ah, <clears throat> uh, waves. Like on, like on a beach. 100% I'm with you on that. I will right? also say, uh, you you will not get this, but one day you will. I will also say, to me, the most comforting sound is uh, a kid sleeping. A kid sleeping? Yeah. yeah. They don't make no noise. Yeah. Well, no, they do, because kids, like, kids are loud when they sleep. With oh. the, like a kid breathing. 
Oh, yeah. All right. I know it sounds weird. Very weird. I know it sounds weird, but if, if I see, like, if, if I have a chance to where my kid is sleeping, yeah. whether she crawls in the bed with me or I just flop on her bed, sure. if she's doing that kid breathing thing, I yeah. will curl up so close to her. Like, can you do it? No, I can't do it. Huh. Because it's, it's, I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm not a kid. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't have it. It would sound weird if I All did right. it. Uh, but kid sleeping would be on my list. Waves okay. 100%. Welcome. You're right. Uh, crackling fire. That's sure. a good company sound. So they come up with list of where the top eight most comforting sounds okay and some of these i don't know who would vote for this okay so at uh, number eight somebody humming 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 really oh that's different no you know something scurry's about to happen. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the Babadook's about to knock on yeah. the door. So here, here, ready? Go back to the beginning of that for me for a second. This sat like here. right before murder's yeah, about to okay. happen. Okay, we're gonna we'll we'll change this. Okay, so yeah. go back to the beginning. Right? Yeah. That's a horror movie. Of course it okay. is. Okay. Next on the list. Oh my God. Trains. No, it gives me anxiety. Does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trains give you anxiety. I don't know. It's like. It's too busy. Really? There's just too much going on? <laughs> Way too much. Like, I feel like I should be on that train. Like, I miss my train or something. Okay. Uh, the sound of the shower running is at number six. These are the most comforting sounds, by the way. I don't know if I find that comforting. I find it more like sexy. Sexy, Maury says, for shower running. Uh, at number five, we don't have this on tape because at number five is just simply silence. <laughs> All right, there we go. Um, <laughs> at number four, the sound of the wind. Oh, sorry, rain on the window is what it is. Rain on the window. I love this sound. You know, I will say, yes, rain outside. Yeah. It, it actually is nice. Yeah, I love the sound of rain. Okay. Uh, at number three, uh, the television, which we don't know why That's we not, do that. We all know what the all. television sounds like. Okay. Uh, at number two, these this is a list of the eight most comforting sounds. The eight most comforting sounds. At uh, number two is the radio. Okay. Any, anytime Roz's voice is on. Right. Oh, thank you very much, Maury. Wow. Um, not needed, but definitely appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so at number two is the radio, and at number one, the most comforting sound. Yeah. <laughs> birds tweeting. I guess. Like, it's nice. I wouldn't say comforting. It's nice. Yeah, until a crow shows up and right? just ruins everything. Eats all of them. Meh. It's nice, Meh. not comforting. Meh. Right? Meh. Number one on my list would be waves. waves. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Right? Ocean waves. What about the sound of the fridge? The fridge? <laughs> <laughs> like the opening and closing of the door or when no. the fridge kicks in? The motor. The motor. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, 98 years ago, in 1918, Margaret Owen oh, I thought of New ni- York City. 98 years ago. Shut ya, My yeah. mom was about to give birth to me. Shut <laughs> ya, how, ya, how, shut yeah, okay. it. 
98 years ago, in 1918, Margaret Owen in New York City set a typing speed record on a manual typewriter. Oh, my God. Of doing 170 words in one minute. 170? Yeah, 170 words in one minute. Now, imagine this, okay, everybody right now. Maury, come in here, please. I need you for this. Okay, so imagine this. 170 words in one minute Uh with no errors. What? Come here for a sec, more. Let me open up my Microsoft Word 2013 because oh, I like perfect. to stay current. As a millennial, <laughs> I like to be on top of all the new okay. tech. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so more. Saddle up here to. Uh, here, I'll even let you. Don't get. I'm going to let oh, you use on. my microphone, but don't get too close to it, okay? Do I need the timer here? Oh, yes, please. You have a timer? Oh, God. Maury just put his <laughs> back on me. I thought you were going to say his <laughs> belly on the. Oh, Maury just put his back on me. Okay, so more. Uh, you have one minute, and okay. Mocha's going to tell you when. Uh, you just start typing. Could be anything. It cannot be gibberish. You have to actually type something. We'll go through, do a word count at the end of the minute. I will read what you have, and then I will also count up your your errors, okay? Okay. Okay. Mocha, you, you let Maury know. Okay, ready? Yeah. Oh, stop rubbing me, dude. Honestly. I need to sit a bit. No. That's what she said. Ugh. All right. In three, two, one. And it can't be the same word over and over again. No, it's got to actually be like a thing. Fifteen seconds so far. I want to know what he's writing. Well, he's doing like a lot of backspacing and like correcting and stuff like that. Oh, you're not allowed to do that though. Oh yeah, more. You're not allowed to backspace. Why can't I backspace? Because, because she couldn't backspace. She no, it. we got to start over. We got to start over, dude. Are you serious? Yeah, you're not allowed to backspace. Ah. Uh. It was God, no back. There's was, no. You just. You were the one that again. said. There's no backspace. Shh, okay. Go, go, go. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. And go. Maury. Yes. Keep typing. Keep going, dude. Come on. That's what she said. <laughs> it's so funny. I have my hand over top of the backspace button. Yeah. And every now and then, Maury's ring finger strokes my thumb because it's looking because it's looking for the backspace button. It feels so weird. It feels so can weird. I, can I just tell you? Yeah. From this angle. From this angle, you guys. Look. I, I know. I know. I know, because I'm Maury standing. Okay, so just so you know, we have high desks in here, right? So Maury's actually standing at my computer, uh, uh, no, typing, like typing this out. On you. And I'm standing behind Maury with no, my arms. Sitting. So, I'm sitting behind Maury with my arms wrapped around him, with my thumb on <laughs> top of the space bar. <laughs> you know what? It, every, honestly, yeah. you know what it looks like? Yeah. Like you're on stage. Yeah. About to do like a <laughs> ventriloquist. I'll oh, stop. A uh, ventriloquist oh, <laughs> performance. Okay. So Maury did 69 words. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me read this to you here. Okay. Uh, so first of all, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen uh, mistakes. Now these are mistakes that are spelling errors. So of I don't, I don't, and I don't see a. There's sixty nine words, uh-huh. and I'm gonna tell you right now. There's not one capital, not one comma, not one period. Oh my god. Let me read this to you. I'm okay. sitting here with my butt. Uh, Titching, R-5-O-Z-I-N-G, Rosizing, leg with two Gs. <laughs> leg. There is a boss of Cocoa Mikes, I guess that's cookies, over there that I would love to cassin, to heat cassin. You imagine what, oof, 
this is supposed to be people, but it's spelled P-O-E-I-O-O-L-E. Pyool. Pyool, okay. Pyool. Uh, would think with a J, I-F-G. <laughs> I were to eat all those cookies again, spelled C-O-O-K-I-E-S-N. Cookies. Yeah. Oh, man. I wish I could win at the, I guess this is Monopoly, but it's spelled Manopy, M-A-O-N-O-P-Y game at McDonald's. Mick spelled M-I-C-C. Oh, Mike. I Mike. can't stop laguing. Laughing, L A U G I U N G, as I hear Roz with an X, spreath, it's breath with an S, spreath, in my eat. I imagine it to say ear. Spreath. My spreath in my eat. I can feel your spreath in my eat. Oh my God. 69 words, more. You did not beat the record. But congratulations. congratulations. I'm sure that must have taken a lot of spreath out of you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let's talk about Air Transat and Air Transat's gourmet meals on their flights. Uh, the breakfasts are created by celebrity Quebec chef Daniel Vizina. Now, each meal is served with salad, desserts, and a glass of wine. Each breakfast is served with a plain croissant, yogurt, orange juice, and coffee. Uh, the chef's manual by Daniel Vizina is included when you fly in club class on Air Transat. And if you get the opportunity, I'm telling you, it is so worth it to fly club class on Air Transat. Not just because of the meal, but because of everything. Everything else, it's just, it's a fantastic seat. You get the bigger, like the screen in front of you is like bigger. The seat is bigger. It's comfortable. It's just a different experience and it is affordable. Now, when it comes to the meals, don't worry about it. If you are flying in economy class, there are a certain number of these meals from the special chef's menu that are available as long as you reserve it 72 hours before your flight. Okay, so all you got to do is uh, hit up airtransat.com for more on the chef's menu by Daniel Vizina. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Our original plan was to uh, bring a Ouija board into the studio. And then my mom freaked out because she didn't want me messing around with the Ouija board because she believes in ghosts and Ouija boards. And then our boss freaked out and was like, guys, whatever you do, just do me a favor. Have a ton of fun, but please don't bring a Ouija board into this building. <laughs> uh, so we got a Ouija board and sent it home with Maury. So he and Matthew could mess around with the Ouija board and hopefully talk to some ghosts and get a good story out of it. Because Halloween week. That's what you do. So Toronto, we present to you the Dammits and a Ouija board. Check, check. Just can you get the matches to light the candle? I'm a little concerned because I have oil on my hands right now. <laughs> can you get the matches for the candle and turn off the light? <laughs> All right, so oh. seriously, though, have you ever done okay. this before? No, I have not done this. And if I've done it, I was like four. Okay, so put your hand, fingertips That's on the other parenting. Hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, clear God. Your mind. Clear, my, I can't clear my mind. I live with you. Clear, my, clear your mind. We're going to do the Ouija board. Okay, so is there anyone in the room that wants to communicate with us? <laughs> no, there's no one in the room that wants to communicate. Wait, where are you moving this to? I'm not moving anything. Yes, you are. I didn't touch it. It went to yes. No, you moved I didn't it. touch this. I thought you were pushing it. No. I'm serious. Oh, God. Okay. Wait, here, let's call it again. Is there anyone in the room that wants to talk to us? 
It's already on, yes. Oh. <laughs> this is very aggressive Weijing. <laughs> right? You're supposed to be calm. That's what I thought. Like I And thought, like a little bit relaxed. Like I thought when you talk to a Ouija board, you're supposed to be like, I don't know, just call it Ouija? Like, Ouija, are you there? Ouija? Ouija. Ouija. Not, uh... All aggressive. <laughs> it's already on, yes. Okay, great. Do you hear any talking? No, that's how they communicate hear through any this. <laughs> what is the first initial of your name? <laughs> T. T, I don't... <laughs> your Uncle Tony? <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> right? Uncle Tony. That's not funny, you know. I'm not oh, doing snap. this. It's doing it on its own. Are we moving this for you or are you doing it yourself? <laughs> are you here in anger? <laughs> are you here in anger? Oh, snap. I'm sorry. I, this is such bull. It says no. <laughs> is there anything that you want to say to us? Yes, please do tell. You didn't answer that one. Is there anyone else in the room that wants to communicate to us? <laughs> Oh my god, Maury, Andy Warhol wants to talk to you. <laughs> you can't even take this seriously. No, I can't. It's This is, people have done this for centuries and they talk to the dead. This is how they learn yeah, stuff. They're where they're in a psychic ward now. Or not a psychic ward, what do you call it? A psychiatry. Yes, ask the last question. Let's be done with this. Will we be dying soon? <laughs> what? Are you oh out of your mind? <laughs> do you want to know about death? Does no. death scare you? <laughs> Yes. Do, should we try this again? No, we don't need to try this. This is this is a scam. But I don't think there is a right way to do this. Yeah, this you're not is... believing. No, I don't believe in this. Like, it's moved a couple times and you're not believing in it. You're making a mockery of the dead. No, I'm making, <laughs> I'm making a mockery of this Ouija board or Ouija. Do you want to keep going? No, I don't want to keep going. I'm actually quite scared. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Going through a list of uh, some of the places in Toronto that are haunted. Did you know Queen's Park in Toronto? Do you know that before it was the before it was the Ontario legislature, the grounds of Queen's Park belonged to a psychiatric hospital? Still does if you ask me. <laughs> and that three former female inmates, they say still roam the current building in their ghostly form. Rowena from the uh, Haunted Walk Tour oh. right here in Toronto joins us. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. It's Toronto Thanks. Haunted. Yeah. Please. <laughs> uh, so I don't believe in any of this stuff, and I never have. I can't believe I work with two people that believe in ghosts. Sometimes I believe. <laughs> sometimes. You can't sometimes believe in ghosts. You either believe in ghosts or you don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, sometimes. I, I wouldn't say that. I think... I think you can kind of be in the middle. You can't be in the middle of you believing can. in ghosts. That's like being in the middle of being gay. You're gay or you're <laughs> not gay. You either believe in ghosts or you don't believe in ghosts, right? I don't know. I mean, I would say that I believe in the possibility of them rather than believing in ghosts themselves. You so I wouldn't seen... outright say I believe Yeah, in yeah, them. me too, me too. That's what yeah. I do. Okay. That's what there I you go. So two people who are in the oh, middle. Why am I not doing Dracula? Why am I not doing Dracula voice? <laughs> I would love it if you could... Uh, Tell a tale or your best uh, story of Toronto. I would love nothing more, even though I don't believe, I would love nothing more than to, to, for you to freak us out with something that maybe we don't even know about a part of this city. Like, what's the one that just breaks people apart? I will tell you about Mackenzie House. 
What's that? Kenzie House is a museum these days. It was the home of the first mayor. Okay. Uh, William Lyon McKenzie, just before he died, and he actually okay. died in the house. Uh-oh. People don't like that. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so because it had so much history to it, they wanted to keep it open as a museum. So in the 1960s, they started having caretakers live there to keep an eye on it. And there was this family called the Edmonds that had all these pretty creepy experiences they would keep seeing a man and a woman around the house and the man really matched the description of William Lyon McKenzie but he didn't cause them too many problems it was more the woman mm-hmm. that sort of freaked them out uh, the scariest part of it was Mrs. Edmonds would wake up in the middle of the night and this woman would actually be like hanging down above her while she's sleeping what yeah and she would kind of reach out like she was going to touch Mrs. Edmonds. Mm-hmm. But then she would just always disappear. So this keeps happening again and again. And Mrs. Edmonds finally says, you know what? I am going to confront this and figure out what's going on. And she decided she was going to sit up in bed the next time that it happened. Yeah. So this woman appeared above her, as per usual, kind of hanging down, this long, dark hair draping down over her shoulders. Mrs. Edmonds sat herself up in bed. And there was kind of this pause. And then the ghost just slaps her. Right across the face. Get out of here. And then she vanished right before her eyes. At that point, Mrs. Edmonds wakes up her husband. She's got this purple swollen mark on her face. Come on. That was pretty much when they decided they were going to move out. Razamoka Kiss 92.5 on Halloween. Uh, we're sitting here with Rowena of the Haunted Walk Tour from right here in Toronto. Do you get more absolute believers or do you get people who are looking to just be convinced? We get a complete mix of people. Yeah. And that's kind of the beauty of of what we do. It's not something that's necessarily geared towards complete believers or total skeptics. We kind of have everyone in between because we, we're also interested in the history that goes behind a place. So why could a place be haunted? So we tell that as well and we focus on that whole aspect. And I mean, whether you're a skeptic or not, sometimes it's fun to hear a good ghost story. It's kind of that mystery, I think, that really makes people interested. Uh, is there a part of Toronto that is the most haunted or that you hear of even now that weird things are happening? I would say the distillery district. Yeah. And we have our office there, so that's always Haunted by haunted. hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> good one. <laughs> Maybe these days. <laughs> uh, the distillery di- district is interesting because it's, uh, it's fairly new to the city. It's always been there, but people never really went there for any. You never had any real reason. No, to it really district. only opened up to the public starting <clears throat> in around 2003. Yeah. And before that, it was just very closed off and you didn't have any access there. Um, Is it all old ghosts that are haunting people or are there new ghosts? Do you know what I mean? I think there are definitely some newer ghosts. We have a a specific policy where we try to keep it so we're giving 50 years in between a death. Why is that? So they don't come after you? (laughs) More so the families are are able to sort of... Not be upset with us for telling those stories. We like to, to give it a little bit of time before yeah. we'll do you, share. Do you hear about stuff that is more recent that you won't that you won't put on the tour and you won't talk about? Are you holding on to some stories <laughs> that you can't wait for that 50-year mark to happen? I'm less so waiting for there to be stories that we can reveal, but more so waiting to see if things yeah. shake up a little bit, I nice. guess, as a result, and if any ghost stories do occur uh, from them. Have you ever experienced any tor- any type of uh, paranormal activity? I used to work at our Kingston location, and we would did tours up at Fort Henry there, which is just an old, creepy fort, mm-hmm. and we did do sleepovers there, so that was pretty fun. Um, one of the stories that we told was about this room, and when you're up on the ramparts, kind of looking down into the fort, you can see into this room, and there were two guides who had had their groups up there. They'd seen a man in a uniform sitting in the room, 
And he stood up, walked to the door, and clearly walked through the door. But then nobody came out on the other side. So one night I was going to try to tell this story, and and I looked down at this room just to make sure the lights were on, to make sure everything was set to be able to, to tell it well, and saw a man in a uniform sitting in the room. So of course, <laughs> having knowing what the story is that I'm about to tell, I'm just kind of looking around going, what am I looking at right now? And I looked back and there was no one there. So I went, I told the story as per usual. And I said, you know, it's really weird to tell you this story right now, just because I swear when I was walking over here, I looked down and I saw a man in the uniform Mm -hmm. sitting in that room. And that woman who had been kind of walking in closer behind me looked me dead in the eyes and said, I saw him too. My mom swore that one of our houses growing up was haunted. I guess a woman maybe died in a house too. I I think I lived in one of those houses where somebody died in it. And my mom swore like she would wake up and like the house would be in flames. And she'd just be like lying in bed. And she used to talk to this. She said she used to talk to this ghost to like calm her down. It was a weird girl. My, I was like a child. My mom would tell me these stories. <laughs> what a horrible person. Now that I think about it, now the words coming out of my mouth is, as an adult, I realize how horrible my mother was to me when I was a child. Oh my God. Uh, so how do people get a hold of you and the walking tours at hauntedwalk.com? That is our website. That's the website. Well, thank you so much for coming in on uh, on Halloween to, to freak Mocha and Mori out a little bit. I'm good. I'm good. You're good, Mocha? I believe in, uh, what is it you said? I believe the in the possibility. possibility. Yeah, yeah. That's our, our tagline is, uh, do I believe in ghosts? No, but I am afraid of them. There you go. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 40 years ago today, the original Halloween was released. Oh, wow. And oftentimes when we mark these anniversaries of these classic films, yeah. we like to step back into the Johnny Depp School of Acting. Oh my God, I love this. Uh, the Johnny Depp School of Acting, there was an article a few years ago that claimed that Johnny Depp was just too out there and too busy and famous and all this other stuff to bother to learn his lines for his films. And so the arrangement that he had was he would show up on set and he would wear a small earpiece in his ear and then somebody offset would have his script and they would feed him his lines into his ear. Yeah. And that's how he would do his movies, which we discovered was incredibly difficult. So oh God, we're yeah. going to do a scene from Halloween right now. Oh. Uh, Mocha, you have your script in front of you. Uh, Maury has no script, so I will be feeding Maury's lines to him through an earpiece. Maury, test, test, test. You can hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so, Mocha, you will be playing uh, uh, Bracket, and okay. Maury, you will be playing Dr. Loomis. This is when we first hear Loomis talk about his relationship with Michael Myers. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Maury, are you ready? Yeah. Mocha? Yeah. Okay, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Halloween edition, 40-year anniversary, and... Take one, and action. I suppose they do seem a bit sinister like a doctor. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. I broke character. I really, really broke character. I apologize. Uh, Can we start again? I promise it won't happen again. I know. Okay. We're wasting time. Okay. It's my bad. Uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting, uh, Halloween, 40-year anniversary. Moria Mocha, take two, and action. I suppose it's sort of like a doctor. Looks like, to me, you're just plain scared. 
I I hear you. I met a 15-year-old. Uh, 15 there's nothing left. There's no consciousness, there's no reason, no understanding. There most of room and death and a wrong and a right and a wrong and a 60-year-old boy like a blank cold motionless face. And you know, black is high as the devil's eyes. I spent 8 years trying to 8 years to reach him and I wanted to grab him and lock him away and he was lit. <laughs> he was evil. <laughs> okay. Okay. That did not sound like it was a scene out of the movie Halloween because the only words that made sense to me were when you said, I met him 15 years ago. He was a six year old boy. I wanted to lock him up in a room. <laughs> All I heard was boy, 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 boy. Can we try again? Yes. Okay. Uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Halloween edition, <clears throat> Mori Mocha, uh, take three, and action. I suppose they do. It look a bit sinister like a doctor. It looks like to me like you're just plain scared. I am. I am. I'm a 15-year-old. 15 years ago, I was told there was nothing left, no conscience, no reason, no understanding, and a most rude and the dention, wrong or right or wrong. Like, I met a six-year-old boy with a blank hole. <laughs> and a pack of eyes. <laughs> the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him, and a seven, and they're trying to keep him locked away. When I realized that he was leaving behind that boy, I was simply evil. It's very difficult. I don't know, guys. I think we got a good one there. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. But Jamie Oliver was in town with his new show, 15-Minute Meals. <gasps> For real. Dan Mori hanging out with Jamie Oliver yesterday. Jamie Oliver, dude, how are you, man? It's always a pleasure to see you. You you are quite famous in your own right, and, and I feel like I'm... I'm, I, you know, we sh- I should be interviewing you today. I, I would love that, but I really know nothing about cooking, so we'll keep it to me asking you. <laughs> fix that, brother. We need to fix that. Yeah, oh. look, look who's best friends all of a sudden with Jamie Oliver. That's good, man. I like that. Okay, so Jamie, I don't want to sound racist by any means, but would you say that... <laughs> okay. That is, that is usually the thing wow. that somebody says right before they say something yeah. wildly racist. Yeah. Listen, I'm not racist or anything. Okay. I know a lot of black people. <laughs> okay, here we go. I have a lot of white friends, and I'm not <laughs> racist. Okay, so Jamie, I don't want to sound racist by any means, but would you say that casserole is the whitest food, or maybe pierogies? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uncomfortable. Do we still have that list when we did that? Because we did that years ago of what the whitest foods were. What else was on that list? Oh, lemon meringue pie. No joke, though. Yeah. Maybe it was at Jamie Oliver's restaurant. I had a delicious lemon meringue pie. Did you? Yeah. Because lemon. Okay. Because casserole was on that list. Lemon meringue pie was on that list. No, no, no. Pierogies. Casserole. Tuna casserole. Tuna casserole. And pierogies were definitely on the list of the whitest foods. Yeah. So uncomfortable. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> um, uh, I've never really heard it said like that, but there's no reason that casseroles have to be beige. They can still have attitude and spice and vigor. What do you mean whitest as in the food? I mean like white people food. 
Yeah, and, and, and I stick to the same answer. I think you can still, in beige as in don't be boring. I mean, like, um, casseroles. No, I'm, I'm in for casseroles, man. I'm in for everything. Uh, the whitest food. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know what the whitest food is, but um, definitely the most British food has got to be, like, beans on toast. No one in the rest of the world really understands that. I mean, these baked beans are not good in the UK. I mean, they're, they're only good because we're, like, used to them. They're not good because they're good. And when your European brothers come over and go, why is everyone going nuts about these beans? They're, like, full of sugar and they taste like rubbish. <laughs> okay. Yo, let me tell you, though. My, both my parents uh, yeah. lived in England for a long time. That's where they met. That's where they got married. Yeah. Right? Love, love love beans and toast really yeah my moms will go to like no frills or whatever yeah and buy like a case of heinz beans really yeah wow Catherine's parents are from the uk as well and she grew up eating something called a chip buddy i think which is buddy? two pieces of white bread buttered with french fries in it <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah Yo, let me tell you though that actually kind of sounds delicious <laughs> right thank I you that Sure. Uh, we have Jamie Oliver's uh, cookware at home, and Catherine, I guess over the summer, put one of his pots in the oven and then took it out and left it on the counter and then went to, she was cleaning up and the, the, the top of the pot was still super hot. And Jamie Oliver has his name on all his cookware engraved into his cookware. Sure. And it burned her arm. So for a while, all summer long, Catherine had a burn, but in the middle of the burn, you could clearly read on her arm, Jamie Oliver. Oh, snap. It was like she was branded by Jamie Oliver. New tattoo alert. Yeah. So I have to show you this. So our host, Roz, tweeted this out. This is a photograph of something that happened to his girlfriend. So they were cooking and she, I guess somehow burned herself with one of your amazing pots and it says on her arm Jamie Oliver does this mean pot. you now own her wow so you're telling me that she's got my name embossed on her arm oh my lord oh she really has oh kitty I'm so sorry what happened I mean how did you get the bottom of my pan hot on you put it in the oven bless her oh, but pots can go in the oven but you're generally not supposed to go on your arm but well, this kind of means you branded her like it's like a prison thing. You own her. I, I don't think it means I branded her. I think she branded herself. But, uh, you know, uh, hopefully um, the size of my name on the pan will give some relief to the burning around it. So, um, uh, uh, yeah, sorry about that. Roz, I'm sorry, brother, but she's mine. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. My least favorite days on this show are when I have to sit here and talk to knuckleheads about ghosts. Uh, Maureen, my love, please join us again. So we were just talking about Maury's run-in. That has changed my life forever. <laughs> With a ghost. So fake. And when you've seen a ghost once, it really changes how you, oh, you look at life. It, stop it. So where were you? I was in Winnipeg. Okay. At what is... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Scary Winnipeg. Yeah, uh-huh. you were in Winnipeg. I was in Winnipeg. Yeah. And I was staying at what is considered. Don't do that voice. I'm trying to do like scary voice. Nope. No, just be normal. For a I chance. was in Winnipeg, staying yeah. at like what is considered the most haunted hotel in Canada, in the most haunted hotel room. Why? In do you remember Canada. why it was it was considered be- to be the most haunted? Because everybody sees the same ghost, which is uh, a woman wearing a white robe. Right, like Meghan Markle. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. You saw Meghan Markle? <laughs> Winnipeg? This okay. is pre-Markle. So Maury specifically stayed in this room to hopefully see the ghost. And he came back being like, oh my God, guys, I saw the ghost. And he recorded the whole thing. You listen to this and then you judge for yourselves, yeah. okay? So the room is dark and I'm alone. Okay. <laughs> that's more sleeping, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh, this part here? Yeah. Yeah, that's sleeping. That's how you sleep, more. Yeah. I don't know, I'm sleeping. Daddy's a little piggy. <laughs> 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 Come on. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Holy The room just got so cold. I'm getting off the bed. Oh my god. I'm now lying on the floor. I totally saw Kate at the end of my bed. Woman, white dress is now gone. Wow. I can't. I can't. No, I can't. I'm out of here. Yeah, okay. Come on, Maury. You First had, of all, what are you it's going one to of those I guess you had to be there moments. No, but why why do why put yourself in that position of where you, you just drum up this drama for yourself? There was no ghost in the room. There's there are no ghosts. Did you not hear how I got scared when I awoke? Yeah, oh, this, like, oh, I, like, yeah like, we like, heard. Like this, oh my like God. <laughs> yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> That is uh, so fake, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who sleeps like that? <laughs> I was startled. Yeah. No, but that was you. No, that was, that was pre-startled. Yeah. Listen. Listen. Right here. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I've always been told I sleep weird. <laughs> yeah. Who sleeps like that? It's like you're sniffing cocaine while you sleep. <laughs> also, that breathing pattern, if you actually are sleeping, is quite alarming. Yeah. People shouldn't breathe like that while they're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're sleep stuttering. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm scarred for life. Oh, stuff. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I wish there was a candy expert around somewhere. I wish we knew a guy who was a candy expert. Why are you trolling? Hmm. Who is a candy expert? Maury just put his finger on his own chest and went, Me? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, good morning, damn it, Maury. How are you? Good morning. All right. So Question was, before yes, you talk sir. about candy. Yes, How yes, many chocolate yes. bars did you eat so far this morning, Maury? Just one small Halloween-sized Kit Kat. One small Halloween-sized Kit Kat. Uh, I was reading an article on Three Musketeers. Remember the Three Musketeers bar? Yes. Okay, so Three Musketeers originally... Wasn't it like a Mars bar? Originally, Similar, right? Yeah, it has like nougat in it or something like that. But originally, the Three Musketeers bar was called Three Musketeers because it had, in one package, it had three different little chocolate bars. One was chocolate, one was vanilla, and one was strawberry. Oh, I and didn't then, know that. And then they, and then they, and then they, and then they changed that. 
And it was the date in which all of that went down, which I find really interesting. So uh, you can play along too, Mocha. Mm. So I was shocked going through some of these as as far as how old uh, some of these candies really are. Okay. So, Maury, Mocha, Mm. what year were gummy bears invented? What year did gummy bears come out? (laughs) 
How long have Smarties been around? Oh, some old ass chocolates. Not I'm available gonna say in the U.S. 1910. Maury? Smarties. 68. Yeah, 1949. Originally called Candy Pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see why they changed the name. Right. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It's reading a story on This Is Now, Right Now, As We Are. In 2019, the first time ever that we now spend more time on our phones than we do watching television. I would agree with that. According I to would a new agree study, with that. For the first time ever, the amount of time we spend on our phones finally surpasses the amount of time that we spend watching television. Yeah, man. I believe it. Now, here's my question, though. Okay, yes. Because I think I have a question as well. Does watching a TV show on your phone count as watching TV or does it count as watching losing your phone? That was going to be my question. What if I'm watching Netflix Yeah, on now, my phone? We now spend, they say, an average of three hours and 43 minutes a day looking at our phone and three hours and 35 right. minutes a day watching TV. And based on trends, that gap is just going to keep getting bigger. Yeah, I agree. So if you watch Netflix on your phone, is that phone time or TV time? I'd say that's TV time. Because no. you're watching it. No, I'd I say, say that's phone time. You say it's phone time. I say TV yeah. too, because I think when they say phone, I think they mean social media, email, text messages. Because no, I, think, I think they need to define that. I would, I would say watching. Okay, how about this? Let me ask you guys this then. What if you like? Okay, I have a, a Samsung television at home, right? Okay, yes. And I can access YouTube on my television. Okay. So if I'm watching a YouTube video on my TV, does that count as TV time? Mm. I would say yes because you're watching it on the TV. I, I watch. There are times where I'll watch. So why can that's I not on watch? YouTube. So why can I not watch a Netflix show on my phone and have that count as phone time? But to me, that's watching a Netflix show. Like the so only what? place Matthew and I could have watched Marilyn Monroe's funeral was on YouTube on the TV. So we watched it on TV. I think that they mean, when they say phone, they mean like phone things. I think that they mean Google. Like Instagram. They mean Google apps, social games, media, texting. social media, texting. And when they mm. say TV, they mean consuming a television product. See, I'll have the TV on and just watch and also scroll through Instagram at the same time. And right. TV as background. Like device. I will say, I will say this: as long as the Emmys are going to recognize Netflix shows as television shows, mm-hmm. if you watch one on your phone, you're watching television. You're not on your phone. But what's the article again? That we spend more time. We're finally spending more time on our phones than we are watching television. Oh, so you're saying that this article is talking about spending time on our phone, but not doing TV stuff. Correct. Your traditional TV yes. stuff. Gotcha. Yes, I think that that's what they're trying to say because they don't make mention of you know, what people are what people are doing. But then what is YouTube then? What is YouTube? Is YouTube considered television? I think it's where you're watching. Uh, see, they need to make clarification. Yeah. Now I'm just frustrated. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that's a lot of time though. Let's get to the hours here. So they say that they spend an average of three hours and 43 minutes a day looking at your phone. Yeah. See, to me, that's low. What would you say you're at, more? I'd say I'm at least four or five hours. Four or five hours. Do you have the, um, the screen time function no, on your phone? No, because I have like an iPhone 6. I don't have your fancy dancy new one. Let me see here. I'm, I'm, you keep reading. Uh, you keep reading. Let me see. I'm trying to think of three hours and 35 minutes a day watching television as well. 
Three, I don't, I'm not even home for that amount of hours in a day. Three, four, that's six episodes of something. Like already? Yeah. Today. Already today. Yeah. And I hit a spike uh, between like 6 and 6.15. Yeah. I spent like, yeah. I spent like 15 minutes on social media. According to oh, the Screen wow. Time app on my phone. Wow! Oh my god, I wish I had that app. I would love to know how much time I'm actually spending on there. Yeah. Yeah, fifteen minutes. Really? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Uh, so there you have it. So for the first time ever, we're now spending more time on our phones than we are watching television. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I read you something real quick. Yeah, sure. So, you know how autocorrect is always the death of Dammit Mori, right? Oh. Life is the death of Dan Mori. So <laughs> it's it's around. it started like autocorrect shouldn't be for people that don't know how to spell. <laughs> so it all started. Remember years ago, there was a video of a husband and a wife. <clears throat> excuse me, and they were in the delivery room, and the heartbeat machine was going off, and it was making like a like a sound, like a beep 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 and then the dad filmed himself in there with his wife while they were just waiting for the the baby to come and he started rapping and he's like doing this rap over uh over the monitor on the microphone heart murmur dilated cervix what you doing cervix have a baby <laughs> right and so we interviewed him and then Maury sent out the interview to uh, get some press for it and he sent it to I don't even know a hundred people but Maury wrote in the subject line hundreds of people hundreds of people Maury wrote in, in, in the subject line so we interviewed the rapping dad and Maury wrote in the subject line heartwarming interview with the raping dad <laughs> And, and he got he got roasted and he all got, day. And he got roasted all day. And so Maury last uh, night went to a, a Barbie party with the hopes of winning a Barbie. Even that right there just sounds ridiculous. Okay. So Maury went to a Barbie party last night with the hopes of winning a Barbie. Yeah. And I guess this morning he was texting back and forth with somebody from Mattel. Because mm-hmm. Maury's still trying to get himself a Barbie. And Maury wrote the guy. So awesome, love, and really want rabies. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. You meant to to say Barbies? Barbies. So it autocorrected Barbies (laughs) to rabies. So... Now the guy's like, okay. (laughs) Weirdo. So awesome, love, and really want rabies. (laughs) (laughs) Because I looked at Maury, I'm like, what happened, buddy? Maury comes walking out of his office, and he goes, oh, no, it happened again. <laughs> well, Maury, I really, really hope your dream comes true of getting some rabies. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Um, going through a, a new poll where they asked people what their worst fears were. Although they did ask people about ghosts, mm-hmm. and... 60% of people on the list say that they've seen a ghost before. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Hmm. 40% think that their pet has seen a ghost. Ah. Mm. Stop it. Catherine's convinced. The, the, the cat sits in the corner of the bedroom all the time and just stares at the corner between the wall and the closet. And Catherine's convinced that there's something dead that it's communicating with. 
Just chilling in the corner like that? Just staring into the corner. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Like she'll just sort of wake up and like can see the cat just like sitting in the middle of the corner. Just staring? Just staring into the corner. I have a one question. Yeah. When are you guys putting your house up? For exactly. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, so the list of the, the greatest fears. Again, ghosts did not make the list of people's top fears, according to this survey. Dying? Is dying on there? Fear uh, of dying? Yeah, I guess drowning. Is drowning considered dying? Yes. yes. Oh my yeah. God, that's such a huge fear of mine. Okay, so... number that's why I don't f- swim. Number four is... No, you don't swim because you don't know how to swim. I've never learned. Right. You know what? It, and I only recently discovered or came to this realization a couple months ago. Yeah. Trying to figure out where my fear of swimming came from. And I had always told the story, but I never made the, the correlation. Right. It was when I almost drowned in my uncle's pool in California. But how old When I was a kid. You, when you were a kid. Yeah. I think I was like, I don't know, six, seven maybe. And you just never went back in? I never went back in. I was, I'll never forget, I was standing in the shallow end on the steps and I went to take a step and I slipped and kind of slipped further out into the pool and went under. And then I, all I remember was I was up and down in the water and mm. then I saw my uncle like run out of the the house and jump into the pool and get me see and i think that that's where my fear of of swimming comes from see i find it shocking that at seven years old you couldn't already swim my parents never took me they never took you no yeah so yeah so drowning at number four on the list of people's greatest fears so let me run through this here at uh number 10 is rejection oh zane that's a big fear losers um tight spaces at number nine yeah, I can see that. Bees at number eight. Oh, no, no, bees. <laughs> bees in the trap. Uh, number seven, failure. Oh, it's getting depressing. Right, man. that's a big fear, though. Uh, number six, public speaking. Yeah. Number five is heights. Okay, yeah. Number four is drowning. Yes. Like you just talked about. Uh, number three, sharks. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who'd they ask? People in Florida? That's wild, huh? Uh, number two. Okay, so we got two left. Okay. Two, the two big ones are left. The and two, the two big ones are left. I'll give you this. The top three are all animals. Okay? Oh. So sharks number three. I got it. What are number one and number two? Okay, I think you number two. You want to get in on this morning? I think number two is spiders. Okay. And I think number one. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Okay. I think number one is snakes. Yeah. And I think number two is spiders. More, you want to get in on this? I'm going to say milla or centipedes. Um, oh, like a millipede or a centipede. There's yeah. two left. The, 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 the top two. Either one of those things with all the legs around them. Okay, so like a centipede. So what's yeah. next? If not a centipede, then I'm going to say so cockroaches. What are, the, what are the number two? Oh, good one. But Mocha, you're 100% right. Number two, we want spiders. Yeah. Number one, snakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised, actually. That, I'm surprised that, that cockroaches aren't on this list. I remember yeah, when I was growing disgusting. up, a cockroach got stuck in the clock in the microwave. Yeah. And it was there forever. So I was like always afraid of the microwave. You could see it. So yeah. I was always afraid of the microwave. <laughs> 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 so gross. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Another one of these online debates happening. Whether the you know dress was blue or it was what was the other color? Remember the dress? Black and blue or golden yellow? Yeah, black, black and blue and or golden yellow. Something like that. And uh, we've already had the debate of whether it's called caramel or caramel, caramel, caramel. 
Let's is see. it uh, pecan or pecan? Pecan. Pecan. Oh, see? Now, the, the latest one, is it Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. So I see the, the two debate is whether it's Reese's, so R-E-E-S-I-S. Yeah. Or re R-E-E-C-E-E-S. Recess? No, Reese's. Reese's. Oh, oh, I guess so. Is it is it Reese's or Recess? Recess. Recess. Reese's, right? I've actually heard people say Reese. No, Reese's if you're talking yeah. about one, like Reese peanut butter cup. So they did a poll and almost 200,000 votes. Who did a poll? The internet. Reese's? Man. No, oh, no, the internet. no, no. I'll get to what Reese's said. So 61% of people to 39% of people say it's Reese's. Yeah. Now, Reese's itself, they're not being all that helpful because someone tweeted them and asked for the answer, and they responded, quote, just like there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's, there's no wrong way to pronounce Reese's. Ah, yeah, SOBs. Right? Come on now. Just give us an answer. So here's an old commercial. There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Reese's. See, there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Reese's. There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Reese's. I need to hear more of that because it's cut off. There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Reese's. Yeah, Reese's peanut butter cup. God, wait. Am I saying it wrong now? Well, I don't know. Reese's. Yeah, Reese's. Like, hold on. Let me put it to you this way. The person's name is Reese. And it's right. their peanut butter cup. So it's yes. Reese's peanut butter cup, like Roz's peanut butter cup. Right. It's Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cup. Say. Yeah. <laughs> Hear me, Maurice, say Roz's peanut butter <laughs> cup. It sounds so weird. Right. Play the say commercial it. one more time. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, go. Say it again one more time, Maury. So it's like Roz. No, no, no. Just say the. Roz's peanut butter cup. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you gonna do? <laughs> this is so stupid. Anyway, so it is Reese's. Don't be fools, people. Yeah. Oh no. Say it again, more. Roz's peanut butter cup. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> Roz's. Your go-to sexy is, is like you're you, you're in some sort of form of distress. Roz's peanut butter cup. No, listen. No, listen. Roz. Peanut butter cup. Oh, it's God. like you got no game when it comes to being sexy, dude. I know we started talking about candy two seconds ago, but you're sexy. I'm telling you right now, your go-to is nothing. What? No but one has horror. ever said that's not sexy. Ah, uh, everybody has said that's not sexy because they're, no, they're fearful for their my face. when they hear that voice. They're fearful for their life, <laughs> or do they just want? Ross's you know, peanut butter cup. That's when you go, somebody goes, that's not, that's not sexy. And your response is, is this sexy? As you start slicing their ear a little bit. Oh my God. You know what I mean? No, all they want is to just eat Ross's peanut butter cup. This is the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Yeah, Maury, what is this audio clip that you sent through? Of the bottle boys. Who are the bottle boys? Guys that have in front of each of them, like, sort of like a case of like beer bottles or whatever, mm-hmm. and they blow on the top, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they yeah. make the sounds. They do what? Right. Like, yeah, I gotcha. We know. We and know they did it to Desposito, and it sounds awesome. Hold on, is this all with bottles? Yeah. 
No. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tone differently. People are so talented, man. Oh, my God. All with bottles? Yeah. Well, they did. Um, what was the other one they did? Locked Out of Heaven, right? That's right. Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. This uh-huh. one's really great, too. You guys would like because you're Warzies. Because we're what? Warzies, Star Wars fans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who says Warzies? Don't touch that. Don't touch that. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> See, that theme, though, it yeah, sounds I less know. menacing. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but keep going, you. keep going. When the others come in. On bottles. That's what she said. <laughs> Good one. Still, it doesn't sound as menacing. Yeah. God, they're so good, though. Like, it sounds cute, you know? It's super (laughs) cute. I know. I know. Like, when you dress your baby up like Darth Vader. Yeah. And make a video of it. This is the theme song you use. This is what you're going to use. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, hey, Maury, I saw a picture of you that you boasted of you and Matthew dressed. Was it the two little girls from The Shining? Yes. In dresses and, the, right. and wigs. Yeah. You both had your glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. How did you get Matthew to do uh, agree to do that with you? I, it was not easy. No, it was no, not easy. Not easy at all. Because it's a dress or he just didn't want to play along with you? Because he doesn't want to get dressed up in a costume and oh, right. you know, he was too busy. Yeah. <laughs> too busy on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the damn it. Oh, did you record it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my of God. Of course. Of okay. course. The conversation happened in the condo. And of course, oh, Dammit no. Mori recorded what happened when he told Dammit Matthew, hey, I got these costumes from... Couples the shining, costume. yeah. Oh uh, no, the twins. Oh no, it's couples costume time. I'm not getting into a costume right now. Why not? It's couples costume. I am f- cleaning right now. You're bugging me right now in the middle of cleaning. You don't do anything for me. Oh, really? I think you might want to rethink that statement. <laughs> Please, costume time. Maury, get out of my face. We're gonna be the twin little girl sisters that kill people. Don't know who they are. From that movie. What movie? You know, the the one... I don't know. That's why I'm, like, wondering. Where they look the same. Do and they're in know. a hallway, and it's no, scary. don't know this. We're gonna be... Because we are twins. We are not <laughs> twins. Everyone says we are. Oh, God, our neighbors, if they're hearing any of this. <laughs> Can I at least show you the costumes? Fine. Where do you hide all these things? Okay, so this is the dress. How many times is this? I'm not getting into this. 
And then this is the shoes. Where did you get these? The internet. Are you spending money on this? Yes, it's Aren't Halloween. You spending money on this. Yes, it's Halloween. No. Ow! Oh my god! What did you do? I cut myself. <laughs> on what? The dress. Box, Maury. Oh. What is this? Those are the socks that we wear. Okay, this is not happening. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> just for one photo. I don't need this for a photo. I do not care. So we'll just try it on quick. Oh my god. Does it get you to shut up? Yes. I'll see you in your costume. Okay. So. Okay, so th- he put it on, obviously, because I saw the picture. But I didn't know that he was this disgruntled about yeah, it. Yeah, trying to clean. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Devin Matthew does not want to get into this costume. Yeah. Also, Maury, the twin girls from The Shining they didn't kill anyone. Yeah, why don't you say we're going to dress up as like the, the girls from The Shining, not dress up as twin girls who kill people. Yeah. Like, that is a hell of a pitch. <laughs> Little girls who kill people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the point is, the two of them got into the costume. Okay. There's Velcro on the back of the dress. There's no Velcro. This is polyester. Cheap fashion. Right look. And then you just do up the back of the dress. Practically going into a paper bag. I think you need to lose some weight before you get in this. It doesn't go. Yes, it'll go. The shoes are not going to fit me. These are an eight. An eight in women's. An eight in women's is not an eight in men. So hair just supposed to come down like that? Yeah, and then we'll put this in the back so you no. can see the length. You look like Mariah Carey. I was going to say, <laughs> you look like a 40-year-old Jewish mom. How come yours has more curls than me? I don't know, but I love it. Hi! <laughs> I'm an ugly woman. Oh my God, I know what it is. I didn't what? shave. No, but that's almost funnier. It's just, who cares? It's fine. We're not drag queens, we're little girls. <laughs> Okay, wow. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Halloween tomorrow. Oh my God. It is. Oh. You can dress up? Maybe. You, ha- yeah. you have in the past, you brought in like your I have Superman costume. Superman. Stuff, yeah. What else do I have? That doesn't fit no more, though. Yeah, it does. No, no it doesn't. Well, are no you way. kidding me? There's my no Superman way. outfit? No way. It sure does. Uh huh. Listen, no, you're just trying to troll me. You're trying to get me. I know, I know your tricks. You're trying to get me to wear it tomorrow. No, I don't not. know. I may try to wear. I may uh, wear something else tomorrow. Like Maybe what? Darth Vader. I have a oh, Darth okay, Vader cool. costume. Yeah. So that might be it. That's cool. Um, they say that forty-four uh, percent of parents will eat more candy than the kids this Halloween. Forty percent. Forty-four percent. Forty-four. Yeah. According to a new poll, 86% of parents have secretly stolen some of their kids' Halloween candy before. Oh, hell And the yeah. average parent who raids their kid's stash ends up eating a quarter of their candy. 44% of parents actually expect to eat more candy than their kids this year. That of includes what they steal, plus any leftover candy uh, that they don't hand out to the trick-or-treaters. I used to have to do, like, quizzes to get a treat from my Halloween candy bag when I was a kid. Give me an example of one of the quizzes. Um, so, so my dad... Like, so you if, never got to have any Halloween candy. <laughs> my dad would, because I had a little math computer game. So my dad would say, okay, get one of them right, and I'll give you a Kit Kat or something from the bag that you want. Right. 40 years later, you're still waiting for that Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I swear, this is true, because my yeah. dad would eat half of it, because I don't remember getting much of it. Right. That's solid parenting to me. How make, so? Make, make the kid work for it. I did yeah, work for, for it. Sure. I went door to door. Yeah, no, that's not working for it. 
at all because uh, Roxy really doesn't eat the candy. So I still have a drawer full of all her candy from last year. Last year? Yeah, she loves trick or treating. Why don't you just throw them away? They no, can't be good no, now. No, no, no. Bring it in. I'll eat it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Dog, know. Even it's hard to throw the candy. Hard. You, see, she doesn't want to eat it, but she would, I think, be heartbroken or and devastated if, if she found out that I threw it all away. Yeah. yeah it's I, like I, treasure. I don't think I would throw it all away. Right? She found the treasure. Don't get rid of it. Let it. Just sit there so she can go back and admire it every now and yeah, then. Yeah, but you got to be careful. Some of it's going to, like, there'll be bugs. And she sort of is, has a little bit of Maury's attitude where she put in the work for it. Yeah. You know, like, you can't throw something away that she works so hard to get, no, even though she doesn't proud. want it. Say to her, honey, yeah. can I throw this out? It's been a year. And let her decide. Oh, thanks, Maury. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Parenting yeah. advice 101 yeah, yeah, from Maury. Yeah, whenever well, kids say no. So, yeah, okay, so let's play. Th- Roxy's going to say no. No, 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 hold no, on. What I'm saying is, Maury, if you give a kid an aunt, when you go to a kid to give them a little bit of power. Yeah, go on. Okay, as Maury's saying, why don't you just give her the option? You're assuming that kids are going to be rational and say yes. But then what happens if she says no? If I give her the option, if I go to her and say, hey, listen, this has been here for a year. We're going to get more this year. Would you be okay if I threw this out? Right. Okay, then what if she says no? Then you say, well, honey, we may get bugs. Then you're going back on your word. You, you gave say, her the option. She said no. No, but let me explain. Let me, before you give your answer, let me explain that we may get little bugs, and little bugs are bad. Okay, now you're just now you're changing. Now it becomes, do you want bugs as opposed to can we throw the candy out? It's a different question. Well, we don't want bugs, right. but we also don't want your year old candy right. in the house. Okay, but it teaches her responsibility and and not hoarding. Yes, which it also teaches her that she has the ability to um, say no. You cannot speak on responsibility and hoarding, Maury. You You are the the most irresponsible and one of the biggest hoarders I know. And I wish I had a parent that said, honey, do we want to throw this out or not? I wish I was given the option. Okay, I'm going to look at Mocha right now with my finger pointed at you, Maury. (laughs) Honey, should we throw this out? (laughs) You know what? Yes. Okay. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You guys want to play Pinched? Woo! Oh, yeah. New game alert. New game alert. Okay. This is Pinched. Play. Okay, so Pinched, uh, trivia-based game. It's Maury versus Mocha. In between them is a giant stack of wooden clothes pegs. If you get a question wrong, you get pinched. Your opponent gets to take a clothes peg, put it anywhere on your body that they see fit. Uh, is the greatest game in the world. So nervous. I know, Maury's over there shaking. <laughs> so nervous. Uh, would you like to know your categories, gentlemen? Yes. Yeah. Uh, today your categories are musicals oh, or, no. or musicals. Uh, next category is, is it pasta or is it pasta? Uh, Mocha, I will let you choose the category today. Will you go for musicals or is it pasta or is it pasta? Second one, because I love pasta. Okay, now, uh, Maury, can we hear your buzzer, please? And Mocha, yours? There we go. Okay, like spaghetti, only flatter and fatter. Oh, Maury. Spigatoni. No. Fettuccine. No. Oh. Sorry, gentlemen. Linguini was the correct answer. Linguini. All right. Italians call them this. Everyone else just calls them bow ties. Maury. Bow ties. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's not bow ties? It's not. No, it has a name. It has a name. Bow tie. Ah, no. (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't know that one. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, I can't remember. No, he's got one right. Uh, farfalle is oh, what it's called. Farfalle. That's what it's called. Read the box, jabronis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good with everything, but most people just covered in cheese. Maury. Macaroni? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Okay, now, uh, Maury gets to... Uh, Take a close peg and put it anywhere on Mocha that he wants. Right on the oh, right on the bridge oh, of the nose. Ow, ow, oh, jeez. Oh, 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 I'm okay. so sorry. Let's just go. Let's just okay, go in here. Okay. Oh, right on the corner of the nostril. Oh God. Okay. It still hasn't. Oh my God. Oh, that snapped too. Oh. Go, the, go in the other nostril. I feel bad for your nose ring. Okay. Okay. It's right on the, the tip. It's right on. It's right on the tip of Mocha's nostril. Okay. 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 Uh, sort of like a twisty little thing. Kind of got a dumb name. Uh, Mocha. Fusili. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Damn it, Maury. Please open your mouth. Oh, no. No, not tongue. No. no. <laughs> 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 the, the demigorgon. The demigorgon. Okay. <laughs> so it's bro. pinched, by the way, is what we're right playing. Here. Mocha's going right for the corner of Maury's uh, mouth. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> okay, last last question in the category of uh, is it pasta or is it pasta? Uh, long, flat, stacked, and baked. Mocha. A lasagna. A lasagna noodle. That's correct. Okay. All right, Tim and Maury, please open your mouth one more time. Oh, no. Okay, Mocha's going out of the other corner of the mouth. It's like Maury's fish hooked right now. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm having a hard time closing my mouth around it. Okay, <laughs> gentlemen, uh, moving on to the category of musicals. I will name the song. You tell me the musical. A spoonful of sugar. Maury. Mary Poppins. Correct. Oh. <laughs> what he said, people, was Mary Poppins. Oh, I don't okay. know anything about musicals. Ooh. Okay, where's Maury? Where's Maury going? Right on the eyebrow, the tip of the, ah! the, the corner ah! of the eyebrow. Ah! Oh, God. <laughs> but he can't get it on, so it's like Maury's oh, making... Oh, I'm just going to go here. It's, it's oh. like... Maury, oh. Like making it bite him. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, gentlemen, the category of musicals Over the Rainbow. Oh. Maury. Somewhere over the rainbow. Way up high. Incorrect. Mocha. Dude, it's freaking Wizard of Oz. Yes. That's, that's what I was getting at. I wanted to sing the song first. Oh, no. Man. Okay. Wow. Mocha for the steel. Here we go. Oh, Open right your now. mouth. Again. The, the top lip. No, oh, I'm just gonna... going bottom lip now. Okay, I got you. I see what you're doing there. Oh, oh God. Oh. Oh. Okay, so Maury's got the corners of his mouth mm. and the bottom lip. All right. Why well, uh, was this one free oh. Okay, in the category of musicals, gentlemen, uh, 16 going on 17. Maury. Oh, my God, Sound of Music. Yes, sir. <laughs> I knew you were going to get that one. Super creepy song, by the way. Oh, oh. oh right. Oh, oh God. Oh. Okay, uh, gentlemen, uh, moving on to the category of musicals now. Uh, the final question, which would be uh, Hakuna Matata. Oh, Maury. Lion King. Lion King. God damn it. Hold oh. on here. Okay, what are oh. we at? Where are you going? Nose. Oh, God, right in the corner of the nose. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, count them up, count them up, count them up. Okay, one, Mocha has two, one, two, three, three. four. Four. Mori yeah. has two. one, two, three. three. No, Mori, you actually have three. Oh, no. Wow. Mori for the win. Because of the musical. <laughs> Mori for the win, gentlemen. Oh, and that's how you win. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do you have that video of the guy who broke the glass by singing this the, the note? Because apparently you can do that. And I've seen... You see in movies and stuff like this when somebody screams and the glass shatters. Opera singers. Opera singers. Thank you. 
So there's a guy who did a video and he told you how you can make a glass shatter by singing a note. So how to break a glass using just your voice. First of all, you must wear eye protection. Oh. You're gonna break a glass right in front of your face. Second of all, make sure you use a crystal glass. Normal glass doesn't seem to work. Fair enough. You wanna be able to reproduce that tone oh. as loudly, as accurately, and for as long as you can. Okay, so that's the tone, right? That's the tone, that's the tone. <laughs> wow. Yes! <laughs> Yes! So he did it yeah! there. He's gonna do and it again. He does right, it again. Right, we gotta do it twice. Okay. So that's his voice. Yeah. That's his voice. Wow. Yes! <laughs> so wow. There you go. Play that back just where that's his voice? That's making his voice. that sound? Wow. So what you have to do, more, you have to you have two glasses in front of you. Which I have, one are you? Uh, champagne flute. And at first I thought that when they said wear protective eyewear, I thought Mori was covered because Mori is wearing his glasses, but then I realized that if you actually are shattering glass, those will probably be the first to go. Yeah. And these glasses. are brand new and expensive. Right. But also so you do not have protective eyewear. Eh, we're okay. good. Okay. Okay. So what do you have to do, Mocha? He's got to flick the glass. We have two glasses. You pick, Mocha. Do you want the uh, deeper tone or do you want the higher tone? That one. Okay, how about okay. this? Here, Why don't Maury? you try the lower tone first okay. and then see if you could work your way up to the higher tone? Okay, Maury, here. Uh, match this tone now, okay? Match this tone. No. Okay. Do it in a volume because no, you're gonna on. have to you're gonna have to make a loud, you have to do this loud. I'm trying to just so find you, the tone no, first. No, but you need to project when you do this. So back yeah. away from the microphone a little bit. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Here we go. Ready. Match this tone. Okay. Are you hearing this? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Match this tone. No, is it? But is it the first tone or the last tone that I'm no, matching? No, it's the actual. It's, okay, just, it's, there's two the parts thing. of a tone. Okay. okay. Oops. Oh. <laughs> Do it again. No. Okay. No. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. To me, that sounds like the siren that would go off when the chickens got loose. <laughs> If that makes any sense at all. Chickens okay. are out. Okay, chickens are out. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you want to try and break this now? Yes. Okay. Well, you got to hold on to it. So I'll flick it, and then you, and then you. And Should then... I? Okay, hold on. Let me no, see. no, no, no. You, I... you stay back there. I'm going to I'm gonna flick it. Uh-huh. Okay. And what then you do the thing with your mouth. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flick it, and then you make the noise. Okay? Mm-hmm. Shut up, Oka. Okay, it's got to be the same tone, you, though, bro. Okay. You're breaking ears okay. right now. Okay, Maury, you ready? Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, again, it's trying to break a glass with the tone. You have to match the tone to the glass, and then the glass will shatter. It's been done. What's our problem? <laughs> What's our problem? How many guesses do you want? <laughs> the answer is okay. Maury. Okay. You are the problem. Okay. Man. Okay. Okay, you need to project more. You gotta hit this okay. glass with that voice, man. Okay, here we okay go. Maury's just stood up now. Okay. Okay. Are you Maury's ready? Maury's in somewhat of a squatting okay. position. Yeah, you have to attack this glass with that voice of yours. Yes. Okay, now are you ready? I've been doing it. One more time. 
Okay, last time. Okay, big deep breath in. No, Maury, you've got to have more wind in you than that. That's all the wind. Come on, man. You got more than that. Last time. Big deep breath in. Okay, in, in she goes. Winded. <laughs> that body of yours is really only good for about three and a half seconds worth of air, huh? It really is. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I discovered something yesterday that I had no idea what this animal sounded like either in the most gloriously adorable way. <clears throat> There's a woman. What does a porcupine say? What sound does a porcupine make? Oh God, I don't know. See? You ever heard a porcupine say anything? Never seen a porcupine in real life. <laughs> Maybe at the zoo. Right. But like you never know. Nobody knows the sound a porcupine makes, right? Yeah. So there's a woman that has a porcupine called Teddy Bear. And I guess the porcupine. As a pet? Uh, yeah. The, 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 the porcupine thinks it's like a dog. And the porcupine gets so excited when he eats stuff. So for Christmas... On a little tray, the porcupine got four cobs of corn, and the porcupine holds the cob of corn like a person holds a cob of corn Get and here. eats it and turns it. With its two little paws. With its two little paws. That's the cutest thing ever. Okay, but here, listen to this. The okay. woman, the woman's voice. You know when some people make videos of their kids, and instead of just letting the, the video do the talking, they over talk the sure. video. This woman kind of does that. But listen to this. Listen to the, the, what the porcupine. Listen to how excited this porcupine is. Okay. Listen okay. to this. This is Teddy Bear the porcupine uh, finding uh, four cobs of corn on Christmas morning. Well, here he is, Teddy Bear the porcupine, enjoying some treats that Santa left him. Oh, Teddy. What did you find under the tree? What is it? Get out of here. Just listen, listen. Come here, Teddy, show me what he sh- what he gave you. Yeah? What else do you have? How many other pieces? Oh my goodness. Two, three, four. No, that's not real. That can't be real. Is it real? Yeah. <laughs> and it's all for you. Yes, it is. Is it good? No. Yo, you know what it sounds like? I have a feeling it's very good. Dude, it sounds like friggin' Gizmo from Gremlins. It does. Like, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so that's that. Now, now here's the quickly. I'll, sh- I'll play you this one. Okay. This is uh, Teddy Bear the Porcupine. This is a woman who is a porcupine as a pet. The, yeah. The, the porcupine thinks it's a dog. So this is for Halloween. And out in the backyard on the picnic table, she puts a bucket of like 10 tiny little adorable pumpkins. Okay. And this is uh, the porcupine discovering the little pumpkins are for him. Hold on. Before yeah. you hit play. Yeah. 10 million views. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not deceiving, right? No. My eyes aren't deceiving. No. 10 million views for oh Teddy Bear the Porcupine. God. So listen to this little dude talk. It's the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I think Teddy Bear found some pumpkins for Halloween. What'd you find, Ted? 
Pick it up. Can you get it? Pick it up. And he uses his little hand. Good boy. Oh, what is it, Teddy? Pumpkin? Can you say pumpkin? No way! Dude, that looks good. That is That's so sound wild. That a porcupine makes when he's super happy. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to pitch you this great idea that Maury pitched me yesterday oh. for something to do on the show. And I'm going to pitch it in the exact same way that he pitched it. Okay. Okay. You ready for the brilliant idea? Yeah. Hold on. Okay. If we were living in the Middle Ages, what role would you play? Would you be a king, a noblewoman, a bishop, a priest, a monk, a friar, a servant, a minstrel, or a merchant? King. Right? And then, and then I'm like, well, what do we do after that? There's not much of a discussion of who you would be. First of all, how do I know what I would be in the Middle Ages? I might have been born blind. I don't know. Scurvy might have got me. Right. It's a ridiculous conversation. Sure. And so... What are the circumstances? What are the... Who, there, there was no circumstances. Were you born into a rich family? Right. But again, it's Could just... Could you be a knight? It's just absolute nonsense. <laughs> nobody wants... It, nobody cares about this. Right. So... It's not a discussion. It's not a discussion. That a lot no, it's not. Or re- any time. It's not relatable in any way. And this was about the third time uh, I was ignoring Maury yesterday. No, the yeah, third. The third time. Because you never know. Like when Maury calls you, it could it could either be something I got an idea for the show, or it could be, um, hi, I just want to get your opinion on something. And I'm like, what? And he's like. Friend of Matthew's wants to borrow my uh, Sex in the City DVDs, and I told him that we didn't have them, but Matthew said that we did have them, and now I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I'm like, I have no opinion on that, actually. I have no opinion. So the last messages that I got from Maury were, um, uh, hey, I'm sorry if no, I was... No, you have to do it in the voice. Oh, I'm sorry if I was at a line. Uh, I'm uh, sorry if I was at a line sending you those pictures. I'm, uh, I'm very sorry. OMG, say something, now you're freaking me out. When someone says sorry, the other person has to say something back, and then I just ignore them. <laughs> but the weird thing when you talk to Maury is that you can have a conversation with Maury, and then you hang up the phone, and two seconds later, this is a weird thing. Imagine this for one second. Imagine you have a conversation with somebody on the phone, right? And it doesn't go well, and you're frustrated. And then you hang up the phone, and you're like, oh, God, geez, damn. And then two seconds later, your phone buzzes again, and what is on that message is a file of that phone conversation you just had. So That is so freaky. It wasn't necessarily Maury wanted to find out who we would be if we were in the Middle Ages. It's just that he wanted to torture me on the phone by quizzing me about who we would be during the Middle Ages. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Good. What are you doing? Nothing. Oh, well then I'm here to entertain you. Okay. I was wondering <laughs> if we were in medieval times. <laughs> medieval? We're in what? Medieval? Medieval? Back in the day, like jesters and stuff. Medieval. <laughs> the Middle Ages. 
Okay. Um, what role you would play? What role Mocha would play, and what role I would play? I was thinking you'd be the minstrel. Is this something that you want to do on the show? Like you want us to do a play? Oh, I never thought of that. I just was wondering, like, if why are you asking me this? Well, because I was just curious. Like, it, what role do you think that you would be the minstrel? Because I don't think that you would be the king. Okay. I don't. I also don't think that you'd be the knight. Oh my god. What do you want me to say? No, I'm just curious. What role you think you would play? I think certainly Moko would play like the friar. What? I could be the noble woman. The noble woman. The one that what, does the what? chores and the, the the house servant. Okay. Because I just don't think that I'm cracked up to being. Oh, I could be a merchant. What is this list you're reading from? The people of the mid the Middle Ages, <laughs> and I was thinking you'd be the minstrel. The medieval. Okay. What do you think? You got that fat monk belly. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Stop torturing me, dude. I'm so busy. Then give honestly. me an answer. What do you think you'd be in the medieval? I, I, I don't care. I hate these questions. My king. Don't, tor- don't torture me. Or are you the don't lord? Do you think you're don't the lord? Can you yes. at least do the lord? Oh my god! Can you do the let voice like my lord? No, that's for you to do if I'm the lord. Well, then what does the lord voice sound like? Like this. <laughs> I was so angry. Oh no! I had the worst day too, and I was oh, so angry. Oh no! If this was the medieval, you'd have his head <laughs> chopped off by now. If we were in medieval times. <laughs> Great idea, Maury. <laughs> so cool. Can't wait to do it on the show. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I want to talk to you about eating real quickly. Mm, okay. Because the ways that we all eat, we all have our own little sort of weird things that we do, and maybe we don't even know that we do them. Okay. Um. BuzzFeed did this list. For the most part, it's absolute nonsense, but there's a couple things on here that I want to get your opinion on. Sure. Uh, so, question. Do you ever eat food that's fallen on the floor? Yes. Maury? All the time. All, all the time. <laughs> I, dropped a, I dropped a chip last night uh-huh. on the floor, and I picked it up without even looking at it because I was watching a show, and I put it in my mouth, and when I put it in my mouth, I put it in my mouth with about five or six cat hairs attached to it. <laughs> But what did you do then? No, because here was the thing. It was the last chip. There was no more in the bag. It was the last one that I dropped on the floor. So I I didn't spit it out. I ate it with the hair and all. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, Why don't you take it out, dust it off, put it back in? No, because it was mushy. Oh yeah, the hair, the hair was the hair was on the underside, so it went it went tongue hair chip. So I didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize there was hair until I started chewing the chip, <laughs> and then it unearthed the hair yeah. that was there. And then I felt the hair. The hair made its way to one side of my mouth with a little bit of chip, but it was the part of the chip that had the most flavor. And at that moment, I made the decision to it, not spit it back. But out. it's your sure. own. If it was someone else's cat, then that wouldn't be. It's your own cat. It's still cat. Yeah, cat's still cat. Yeah, you don't know what they're doing when you're not around. Yeah, yeah, you're going no. outside mucking around and stuff yeah yeah can i tell you one of the grossest not gross i mean it's not gross now 100 you, don't even, you don't even have to ask permission earlier this year yeah where my wife was like uh on the carpet is that like a piece of dog poop or is that like chocolate that we were eating just now oh no oh no and i was like do? i don't know she's like can you pick it up <laughs> so i picked it up yeah and i smelled it yeah 
and it didn't smell like poop at the time. Yeah. So I put it in my mouth. Shut up. It was chocolate. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, but, I was, but I love chocolate so much. You ripped us off of an ending. I, I, I love chocolate so much, I was willing to take the risk. It's so gross. Sorry. It's so gross. Uh, do you ever lick your plate clean? Never. Yes, it depends if you're having spaghetti. <laughs> I knew Mary was going to say yes. Like, my seven-year-old licks her plate clean. Uh-huh. Yeah, but if it's spaghetti... Ew, but don't you get... How do you... Let me ask what? you a question, Maury. How do you not get it all over your nose? Oh, no, you do. You do. And then I ask Matthew to lick it off my nose. He never does. No. So you get right down there. Do you, do you eat your spaghetti in a bowl or in a plate? On a plate. Okay. Hold on. Well, and then you get you sauce on your nose, and then you ask your husband to lick it off your nose? I'm trying to be romantic. Okay, you're disgusting. Oh, but picking up chocolate poo is okay. Okay. Uh, do you ever... <laughs> this is the one that I wanted to get to, though. Okay. Do you ever eat something that's hot and then spit it out, wait for it to cool, and then pick that piece back up and put it in your mouth and eat yes. it? Yes, I have done that before, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Potato, steak, like anything that could be hot. Pota- steak? <laughs> so, all foods. How are you eating a steak that's too hot to like eat? Like right off the BBQ. No, why are you doing that more? You never eat a steak right off the barbecue. Yeah, you're supposed to let it sit for a couple minutes. I know, but it smells so good and buttery. <laughs> I know, but more you're ruining your steak when you do that. I know, but I don't want to wait for my meat. Yes, you just have to. I'm telling you, man. You take a steak, you take it off the grill, you put it on a plate. Don't cover it with tin foil. Don't poke it. Don't touch it. Don't do anything. Just leave it for ten minutes. Just leave I've it alone. I had uh, pizza. Oh, where that's the worst. Super hot, and you burn the roof of your mouth, and, and a little bit of skin you, starts peeling off. But I've spit out a piece of pizza that's been in my mouth that has been too hot back onto the plate, and then yeah. as soon as it cools off. I eat it again because like, it's pizza. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What is what is worse? Burning the roof of your mouth with a piece of pizza or cutting the roof of your mouth with a piece of sharp toast? Do you ever get that? You ever eat toast that's too that's too crunchy and you get a little piece of skin hanging down off the top of your mouth? I would say that's worse than hot. I think cutting with the toast. Toast is worse than pizza? Yeah. A, to- because a then toast cut? Yeah. That'll heal quicker. I mean, then for the rest of the week, no, everything you eat will yeah. And I had a hole. But it's that, it's that initial slice. Yeah, it is. I had that. I had a hole in the top of my mouth that I cut with a piece of toast, and then I just packed it with cat hair. Your cat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Can I tell you over the weekend how I almost got murdered in leather pants? <laughs> <laughs> no? Man. How could you forget that? I don't know. So, I'm up at the cottage. Yeah. And I've built myself a fortress. Of course. I have security cameras. There's a gate, everything. Like, I'm locked in there. I have no neighbors, nothing. Fortress I'm, of solitude. I'm in the middle. You're of, Superman. I'm Superman. Uh-huh. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Sure. And uh, we're lying in bed. Catherine and I are lying in bed. And, and you're wearing leather pants? No, I'm not wearing leather pants. Are you wearing tight pants, though? No, I'm lying in bed. We're sleeping. Oh, okay. We're sleeping. And uh, and so keep in mind when I tell this story that we are in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Sure. And I have security ca- I have cameras, yeah. and the whole place is gated. It's perfect for an alien abduction. Thank you. So we're lying in bed in the morning, and uh, I can't do it with this music on. you got to put something better on for me. Like, you, oh, you put your scary music on. Oh, you want scary yeah, music. Yeah, because I'm telling you, I almost got murdered in leather pants. So, we're lying Actually, in... No, I don't like that one. Oh, no, I don't like that. oh, oh I one. like that one. Oh, this. Okay, so we're lying in bed, and uh, Catherine wakes me up, and she goes, Roz, someone's knocking at the door. 
keep in mind, I am in the middle of nowhere. Security cameras everywhere. Everywhere. And I go, what do you mean? And then she looks at me, and we both sort of like peek up a little bit, and all we hear is this. And I'm like, that's nobody at the door. And then she's like, no, seriously, somebody's at the door. And then I'm like, oh my God. So I jump out of bed. I walk to the end of the bed. Put on your tight pants. I grab leather pants. Because <laughs> yeah. that's just what was there. Sure. It's, it's always So there. I grab leather pants and I throw leather pants on. Yeah. No shirt. <sighs> and I go sneaking out of the room. And as I open the door, I'm listening and I'm like, there's nothing. And I look back at Catherine and I'm like, babes, there's nothing. I hear nothing. And then she looks at me and goes, I know what hears this. front door and at this point i'm like oh my god oh my god conjuring is here so i have to then be the guy that goes to investigate my family's in the house and we are in the middle of nowhere oh my god is it the bob and duck so we're in the middle of nowhere and as i start walking i realize my leather pants are making noise as i'm walking down the hallway what kind of noise just like a squishy sort of like <laughs> swishy leathery sound. Le- you know, whoosh, okay. whoosh, you know when you wear leather pants and you sit on a leather car seat? And oh yeah, kinda... I know the exact. Okay. <laughs> so that's the that's the sound that's the sound that it All makes. Right. So I almost get murdered in leather pants. So I then go walking, and I in my head I'm I, I go from thinking about my family's safety to thinking about if I right now turn around this corner and there's somebody at my front door who kills me, I will die in leather pants. No, sure not. And I know when Catherine then gives a police statement, the statement is going to go something like, we heard a noise, he got up, put leather pants on, went to the door and got murdered. And the policeman will say, well, why did he put leather pants on? <laughs> and she'll and say, she will say, I don't know. Because <laughs> it's all about that leather, leather pant life. And then the headlines will eventually read, Roz Weston killed at the cottage. And then the headlines, the information will start coming out and it'll be Roz Weston killed while wearing leather pants. And then the headline will be Roz Weston killed while wearing only leather pants. (laughs) And then it doesn't matter after that point what story (sighs) Catherine would tell. The only story that would matter was that I got murdered wearing only leather pants. So at this point, I'm like, I need uh, overalls and a tool belt in the bedroom for just this occasion. (laughs) And then I start thinking, no, the headlines would read, Roz Weston murdered wearing tool belt and only overalls. (laughs) So I turn around the corner. I turn around the corner ready to fight for my life wearing only leather pants. Yeah. And there was just a stupid bird sitting on the window tapping my window with its beak. Oh. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So Maury was creeping into your neighborhood, right? Yeah. Yeah, Maury was creeping in my neighborhood, and uh, he went down, talked to uh, a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> Roz, that is not my Halloween costume. Don't... Uh, <laughs> You want to set it up or just... Yeah, even though it wasn't raining out, Maury was totally... He was soaking wet. <laughs> 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 Roz, that is not my Halloween costume. Don't be silly. <laughs> but I am here. standing behind the tree looking at your house right now, and I see you. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Stan Memory on location talking to kids about Halloween, if they've ever seen a ghost, and what they think a ghost looks like. Okay, what is a ghost? Describe a ghost to me. What is a ghost? Uh, white. 
All right, and what is a ghost? What do, how would you describe a ghost? Well, it's a figure that's like see-through, and then it's white, and yeah. Okay, give me your best scary voice. I am going to kill you. <laughs> when was the last time you were scared? I saw a scary ghost. You saw a ghost? What did the ghost say? Hello. He said hello, and what did you do? <laughs> I punched him in the belly. And give me your best scary voice. I am going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> right, what is a ghost? What is a ghost? A ghost is a see-through dead person that comes through walls and scare people. Um, a ghost is a mortal spirit just without the, the body itself. So, like, it's the spe- your spirit. So, say, if you're dead and... Like your spirit leaves your body. Uh-huh. All right, what would be scarier, a ghost or Donald Trump as our president? Donald Trump as our president. <laughs> Give me your president? best scary voice. Hello. Have you ever seen a ghost? I have never seen a ghost, but one time when I was in the girls' washroom with my friend, the drag came on all by itself when we weren't even near it. <laughs> How would you describe a ghost? White. Maybe wearing white. Yeah. Well, my friend was a ghost, so I already know. He, like, has a chain and he has swirls here and then a flat top here. <laughs> Ghosts are always white. What would you say if you saw one? I'd say, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Talk to me about ghosts. How would you describe what a ghost is? It's um, a dead person who... You can't feel, but you just go right through them. They're white. <laughs> not, a, not a white ghost, huh? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of white uh, yeah, ghosts. A lot of white ghosts. Almost all of them are white. I'm going to kill you. Kids are the best. Uh, thank you, Dan Mori. That was very, <laughs> very, very funny. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.